Hello and welcome back to the second and two podcast. I'm your host, TB. Got my co-host, producer extraordinaire, Angels fan, hat connoisseur, barbecue master, background in business. One of the best people I know. One of the few Russell Westbrook stands I know. It's Jody. What's up, Joe? Yes, sir. That's me. I mean, you know, you briefly touched on it. I don't want to run ramble on it too long, but I think Russell Westbrook is probably one of my favorite dudes to watch. Obviously, he's fallen off, but back in OKC, bro, that dude was crazy. Yeah, I guess. Back and, in OKC. Know, it also helps when you're playing on 2K, you're just dunking over everyone. So that probably has some effect as to why I like him. That's true. That's true. Um... Let's just get to some quick news. First and foremost, some of the biggest news that happened most recently, Trey Lance traded Traded. last Friday to the Cowboys for a fourth-round pick. The Trey Lance era in San Francisco never started, and now it's over. Um, Tough look for the Niners. Tough for Trey. Uh, I think just the... The injuries, the lack of reps, the lack of ability to show what he can do really is ultimately what his downfall was. And I don't even know that I can blame him for it. I mean, did he look fantastic in his limited action? No, but there was some promise. There's some athleticism. There's some raw tools there. Um, Maybe the Cowboys can dig it out of him. I mean, he's not going there to go be a starter. You know, they have an entrenched starter in Dak Prescott, but um you know maybe it'll allow him to reset his career a little bit and uh we'll see what happens with him but that i thought that was probably one of the more interesting moves of the last week yeah no i agree i mean i mean we do know dak's gonna be the starter there but i will say i was planning on when 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 we hit the group message on that i was gonna say so does that mean trey lance is trying to take a spot here <laughs> <laughs> Or, or, but like, um, also, what does it say about that QB room? Like, are they not confident in their guy? I don't, I don't remember his name. Who, who played all last week? Like, that, that's also weird to see that you're trading for a dude this late into the preseason, and you're in a roll with them going forward. Like, I, that's also confusing to me. Yeah, um, you know, I think there was a few interesting cuts that happened here you know this this last couple days just kind of on that you know i mean trey lance didn't get cut obviously he got traded but along the same lines here the rams released running back royce freeman Mm -hmm. you know the bears released quarterback nathan peterman the raiders released keenan cole the dolphins released robbie chosen anderson i guess he wasn't (laughs) chosen uh the saints released jonathan abram um, the Jets released Tim Boyle. So a lot of veterans, the Ravens released Melvin Gordon. Also interesting news here. No deal for Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, saw the, saw the Dolphins clear the some cap space. Yeah. Saw him clear some cap space today. And, uh, but to no avail, no deal. Thought that might be it. And no deal there. looks like they're going to try and, uh, get him to, you know, to come, you know, he's going to be on the pup for a little bit, and then they're going to yeah. try and get him to come play in Indy, and we'll see what happens there. See if the bridge is too burnt. Um, also, some other guys, you know, 
the Bills placed Melvin or um, Vaughn Miller on the pup today. Mm. Um, so they're playing the long game with him. They want him to get fully healthy before he plays. That's good. Um, I like hearing that. You know, also some some positive news here. We saw the uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba of the Seahawks was back at practice today after just getting wrist surgery. That's uh, that's kind of crazy, actually. <laughs> My dude's probably got some pins in there holding him down. I mean, there's a picture of him. He's got a cast on. He's in practice catching the ball. So he's got fully he's dressed out. With a club? Yeah, dude. Well, not quite a club. It's like casted up, but his his fingers are okay. available. So I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's all you need to catch. Yeah, your body, which isn't the right way, but I mean, <laughs> hey, the Cardinals. Let's talk about them. Hey, their quarterback no, situation. What do they do? They so they cut Colt McCoy. He's been there a couple of years. He's a veteran, proven, yeah. you know, good backup in the league. You can get away with starting him for a few games and be successful. Had a good run last year, mm-hmm. and instead they cut him. And they're going with they traded for Josh Dobbs, who is not. He's been with their team for like a week, mm-hmm. and then they have Clayton oh, Tune, who they drafted. The quickest learner though. This dude's smart. He, like, I mean, he Dobbs is extremely thing. smart. He did the same thing when he went to Tennessee. Now, I'm not saying always, this is, like, the main reason they should start him, but, like, he must pick up things really quickly. I've always been a Josh Dobbs fan going back to Tennessee, but the, their other option is fifth-round rookie Clayton Toon, who, out of Houston, who who was really good at Houston, but uh, it just is really interesting. All signs point towards maybe the Cardinals are tanking. Ooh, yeah. It's very possible. I mean, their division's already tough. And, you know, I don't even know what's going on with Kyler. We'll see what happens with all that, too. But, um, you know, I think that's majority of the camp news. Anything that we missed other than it's it's cuts day, it's cuts week, I should say. And so a lot of rosters are cutting down. We've seen a lot. We highlighted a lot of the, the kind of notable veterans. Three man got the message about that. Yeah. Yeah, um, Marquise Copeland was a surprise cut, if you ask me. He's a guy who I thought they were going to lean on this year. They oh. let Ashawn Robinson and Greg Gaines walk in free agency only to cut Marquise Copeland after re-signing him. So. Yeah, bro, they're, so their roster, I clicked on like the website link, and their D lineman is just all rookies and like a dude or two that are vets. It's crazy. Yeah, their whole – their whole defense is like that. Yeah, well, that too. It's but, basically yeah. John Johnson the third, Akella Witherspoon, and Aaron <laughs> Donald, with just a bunch of guys who are in like their third year max. <laughs> yeah, like everyone else is third year or younger, essentially. Um. So yeah, they're they're really young on defense. We'll see how that works out. Mm-hmm. Um, but we wanted to talk a little hard knocks episode three. Yes, we're an episode behind. Episode four is airing at right now. We've explained this on every episode, but we'll continue. So, Joe, your initial thoughts on episode three of Hard Knocks? The whole episode, I mean, I don't know. I like I like picking bits and pieces about it, but I mean, as a whole, I will say that Robert Salah was trying to just get everyone to buy in, pretty much. I don't know. That's probably like early on in the episode, but. I think that that could be a big takeaway. Yeah, he had his uh, four tiers of yeah. compet- competition. 
You could be a survivor. Contender. Uh, contender. Competitor. Commander. Competitor or commander. Yeah. yeah. Was I the only one that thought commander and thought like the Washington commanders? No, definitely not. Okay. All right. I'm just making sure. Especially, like, especially oh. when our guy Q ball goes, coach, I'm a commander. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because every, you know, it's every, every coach has their own way of defining Monster, whatever, yeah. culture and leadership and how we want things done. We we literally just did the same thing with the high school kids today. Oh, really? Except de- defining instead of four, there were three buckets, and we had like green, gray, and red. And like green is money. Green is like all the people who are exhibiting the characteristics of a competitor or a commander. Yeah. Gray Which is, is also, he said those are basically the same thing, except commanders bring people with them. So mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. Gray mm-hmm. is like what a contender was in his tier and yeah. red is the survivor. Yeah. So we were literally just doing the same thing with our kids today. <laughs> and it's just funny. Cause like at every level you see this, like you have, yeah. and it's, it's part of, if you want your team to exhibit the qualities of winners and be able to win a championship, you have to do these things, mm-hmm. you know, especially just part to of- get the visual of like where you are as a team, mm-hmm. as an individual, like you, it's basically just like the mindset of being a contender, but you get to visualize who's where, you know? Yeah. And I think it gives you common language. So when yeah. things aren't going the right way, you have quick ways, quick buzzwords of getting people back on the right track without yeah. having to have long drawn out conversations. It's efficient. Um, so it, it's, I was sitting there listening to it and it it's nothing I've never heard. You know, it's nothing I yeah, haven't heard true. before, but so it wasn't like this original new thing to me, but it, you know, it was good. I thought yeah. maybe some more creativity. You know, we have C, 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 <laughs> and then an S for Survivor. Yeah. Like maybe we couldn't come up with another C word. I don't know. Just yeah, saying. and then call it and the also, C's or something. Well, and then also it's competitor in the competitor chart. And competitor wasn't the top one. It was the commander, which is yeah. another football team. But yeah. we'll leave that aside. For now, or like, uh, yeah, I was thinking more like general. I know they kind of use that in Madden, right? Like the the field general or whatever. But yeah, like I don't know. That makes more sense as opposed to not only being the name of another team, but like it just sounds more official. I don't know. Yeah. What else? What else stood out to you? Ooh, I got. Well, I mean, uh, while we're still on this topic, he had the all gas, no brakes written around everywhere. Another mm-hmm. like, mantra they were trying to follow, which I thought was funny because you see in the start, he's got the polo on. It's just the letters. And I was like, all what, gas, what does that mean? No brakes. A-G-N-B. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what is this shirt? Like, this has nothing to do with the Jets. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you see like they're walking around the facility and it's like the first thing you see is like, oh, now I get it. It's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really have that written down. All gas, no brakes. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the other thing that stood out to me in this episode, Brees Hall is a freak. Yeah. This guy's running 21 miles an hour and he's just yeah, getting back. Like, yeah. And he, yeah. And he could, they said he could top out at 23. So he's not mm-hmm. even at his full. I mean, he's not even. Yeah. It was yeah. crazy. I, I, I thought it was really funny when uh, Nathaniel Hackett is like, I, uh, I'm uh, I'm Coach Hackett. I'm Nathaniel. I'm a coach here. 
Yeah. <laughs> like Andrew, well, at first, stuff. the first time I thought it was like, bro, they they've already met, but then I realized this fool just got here this off season, so he they probably haven't, and which is which made it more funny because I was like, they should know each other, but then they don't, you know. So I think like, oh, this is real. I think they they probably do. I just think it it was probably Hackett like sort of his goofy way yeah his goofy yeah. way of congratulating for him you know for him being out there Big on the practice yeah. field yeah <laughs> um but that, that i thought that was just Hackett just has like a moment in every episode he's not like a huge character but in every yeah. episode he has like a moment that's There's just one funny. little bit yeah, yeah. i will um, say while we're talking about Brees hall too they also voices what happens behind the scenes and rehab you know like yeah i mean you hear it from people who who have gone there like if you don't know it, they always talk about like some days you feel amazing, like you're full, like 100 percent, and then other days it's like you're struggling. You got probably like 25, 30 percent, can't do as much as you were doing a day or two before, and then that just takes a toll on your mental, you know? Yeah, I I think I have a lot of respect for people who are coming back from any kind of major major surgery, um, because I know it's probably the most miserable three months of my life when. I had yeah. my shoulder surgery and I couldn't do anything in terms of physical like this. Yeah. And physical activity, you know, it just, it's limited. And it's, it's just, you, uh, it definitely feels like you have a part of your identity stripped away from you for a little bit. And the only thing you can focus on is rehab. So then when that doesn't so go well, what you are doing. Yeah. When you're doing your physical therapy and it's, not, it doesn't go well, it's, it's not a good feeling. It, it's, uh, it can be mentally exhausting more so yeah. than anything physical. I mean, that's any kind of rehab, physical therapy, you know, no coming problem. back from injury. It's all the mental side of it is the grind. So I always have a lot of respect. And that was for me as a high school going into college athlete, as opposed yeah. to like these guys, how they make their livelihood. So the stress Proof. of coming back, I could imagine it would be extremely like mentally draining and you would need yeah. a lot of good people around you to keep you up for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, Brees Hall, man, he, I'm looking forward to see him. Like I said, that running back room is going to be tough. Speaking of that, we got Dalvin cook on the episode briefly. A little bit. Yeah. You, you got what you wanted, but it wasn't necessarily seeing him perform on any level. It was just, no, got him to the building, signed his paper. He was there watching the game. <laughs> I thought I saw, um, it was either yesterday or today that he was he finally practiced with the team because oh, he uh little he Dalvin kid. got yeah. born. Yeah. They were they said that on the episode. That was kind of a cool yeah. behind the scenes to see. Yeah, I forgot about that till uh, when you were like talking about it right now that he had his kid. Cause that was like he was like, Oh, Aaron walked up to him. He was like, Yo, like you leaving? Like how how far along? He was like, Well, congrats, man, you know? Mm -hmm. Crazy. So week um, one. Prepare for that man to have a touchdown. Calvin versus yeah. James, the battle of the cooks, dude. Who's gonna cook more? <laughs> Monday night, bro. Yeah, All it's right. gonna be a great game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's see what else caught my eye. Our guy Q Ball when he was they so they had the joint practice with the the Bucks, and mm -hmm. he was like, "Bro, Mike Evans called me fat." He was like, "Oh, sad that about was so that. funny." And then, and then he his was like, "Bro, you called me justify, fat." <laughs> yeah, his homie was trying to justify what to call him. He was like, "Well, I would say you're not skinny." <laughs> he goes, "He goes, ah, no, nah, you're you're thick." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, <laughs> hey, when he sees Mike after practice, he's like, he's like "Hey, bro, man, why you call me fat? Why you call me fat, dude? I lost ten pounds this off season." 
<laughs> that hurt my feelings. Yeah. You, hurt me. you hurt me. You cut me deep on that one. <laughs> yeah. No, that dude's hilarious, bro. They, that whole bit had me rolling. Let's see. Oh, while in the joint practice as well. They, I was just sitting here like, how many fights do they want to have until they think they're pointless? Like, you don't have to run out there every time, you know? There's, there's like a, I don't know what it is. I think it's like an ego thing that they all have to fight. They just yeah. have to do it, apparently. Well, like, they always get extra chippy at the end of play for no reason. Like, like the, you know, you wrap them up, do whatever, let them, like, run the extra couple hours. And then someone tries to punch the ball out and it gets out of hand or, like, mm-hmm. Or like they're blocking each other, the whistle's blowing, but they're still going, and then that leads to something. And it's like, bro, like you've done this five different times already. Like, why can't the two dudes just figure it out? Some or they come grab them, pull them away, get on, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't. I mean, to a certain extent, I think these guys have to have such an attitude in terms of like, there is only one speed that they go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's that. part of, for a lot of these guys, especially guys who are kind of on that bubble, that's why they're there. Like, that's the yeah, only reason they've made it this true. far. So that's kind of like in their DNA. So it kind of makes sense. You get a lot of dudes like that in one space and they're uh-huh. all trying to prove something. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's recipe for disaster. So it, yeah. it makes sense from that when you think about it that way. But yeah, it is kind of like, hey guys, do we have to do this? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because Rogers and Wilson are the quarterbacks over there. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Oh man, there's already been five fights today. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was also <laughs> pretty like, boys aren't getting in it. for this. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, you going out there? I'm not going out there. <laughs> hey, how about how about Rogers pointing at the guy? You're not coming back up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the back here that was hilarious. <laughs> and he he like scoot, takes a couple steps back. That was the all time. They had that. I seen that going around on X, which is hilarious. Yeah, because I hadn't yeah. seen the episode yet, so I was like, oh, let's see when this happens. By the way, I refuse to call it X. It's Twitter forever. No, but like, okay, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to get on the movement to call it X because it's not Twitter. Not you open your phone and don't say that. It's but then, Twitter, like, what do you call tweet? What do you call tweet? It still says tweet, which is hilarious to me. Like this fool didn't <laughs> think this out all the way through. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think it's still Twitter. I just think it's the logo is an X now. That's it. Yeah. No, I. I mean, it definitely is, but like. There's differences, but like, you know, you could get paid to tweet now, whether it's getting interactions from the ads, blah, 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 blah. But no, I just find it funny because he changed the name for whatever reason and then didn't change anything in the interface. Like it all looks the same, still the same, <laughs> everything. But the, the logo is different and the, the name when you open your phone is different. And that has been social media corner today. Yeah, so <laughs> on threads. Going for it. Oh man. Um, anything else? To, I I actually thought overall that this episode maybe wasn't as good as the last few. Honestly, I thought it was no, a little I, bit more like low key. Yeah, no, I agree. But I had a lot. I had a lot of notes. So we had one thing I realized before they said it. Garrett Wilson also wears number seventeen. Surprisingly. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's fun. Oh, the Randall Cobb. The yeah, Randall I was going to bring that up next. to the receivers. That was the other <laughs> one that really stood out. One, I thought it was funny because he said 12 and then caught himself was like eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, two, the, the, the eyes of all the receivers, including even the receivers coach, uh-huh. when he's like, hey, 12, 12 or eight told me yeah. we had a bad day today. We're messing up simple stuff. And uh-huh. it's all cool right now, but I'm telling you, yeah, you guys keep doing this. this. Season. 
he's gonna yeah. lose his yeah yeah he's gonna <laughs> lose it on all of you and then he's just talking about like if he doesn't trust you he ain't throwing you the ball yeah and it's Which funny because you're like perfect sense with the whole that, team that he's had <laughs> that is the exact reason that 30 however year old randall cobb is on that team yeah and you can see it trust him because he can trust him and he knows how to communicate to yeah. the rest of those guys what Aaron's looking for without Aaron having to do it as Voice much, it you know? Yeah. And it's like, Randall Cobb, is he going to give you a thousand yards this year? Probably not. No. He's probably, he's going to give you limited reps, team but that, he will help. Room. Yeah. And that's why he's there. And that's why he's valuable. And it makes a ton of sense when you yeah. watch that. No. Yeah. I, I Well, speaking of Cobb too, like those, they showed briefly that those fools were talking about possibly retiring last year after that game when they ran off. Yeah, and lost to the Lions, which was also a crazy thing to think about. That Rodgers went into his, you know, hibernation mode and then came out like, "I'm going to the Jets." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and it's funny too because uh, Cobb, all his kids all think that Aaron Rodgers just just Uncle Aaron for them. And yeah, so yeah. They clearly have like a really a good, really unique friendship. Bond. Yeah. yeah. Well, he Which also cool. said that was his god, the godfather or whatever, which mm-hmm. is also crazy to think about. Yeah. Because I never thought that fool would ever have kids. So if that's the next closest thing he's got, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, makes a ton of sense. Let's see. Um, Two other notes. One's more sad, so I'll do that one first. We They were talking about that dude, Izzy. I don't know what his last name was. But oh, yeah. He was balling and then got hurt in that preseason game. That was tough to watch. Yeah. And then... It was it was funny seeing his parents watching the game, and then he was, his mom was like, "Yeah, some guy came up to me and took a picture, asking what well, he asked if I was Izzy's mom. Then he took a picture with me, really happy." <laughs> <laughs> and then my other quick note was the owner got iced out. My dude rolled into <laughs> the, the ice, rolled into the, Bro. the meeting, and was like, "Oh yeah, check this out. I just got this. Threw it on. And everyone's like, the Whoa. chain." Oh, yeah, you know everyone thought it was the, <laughs> most, the funniest thing they've ever seen. They they're like, "Dude, this guy's such a dork." This is our owner. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's crazy because that fool—I don't know how old he is. I don't want to put a number to it, but he looks really old. And then for him to roll out with that, like trying to act like he's younger or whatever, prove to mm-hmm. the dudes that he's with them, locked in, and it's just funny. Yeah, I thought I thought that was funny. I'm sure the guys got a kick out of it. All right. Are we ready for the moment yeah, everyone's been waiting for now? Yeah. So, as we transition we out of hard knocks, yeah, dude, as we transition out of hard knocks, we're going to talk playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the jet playoffs, that's playoffs. Um, that's hilarious. We're uh, we're going to talk through our obviously division winners, but all seven playoff teams who we have, what their mm-hmm. records are, um, in each conference. Then we'll go through and pick our playoff games, pick our Super Bowl champs. Um, so I think uh, in old school way, let's go bar for bar, Joe. All right. All right. We'll start in the AFC. Okay. Who do you have as your one seed? Well, originally I had it as the Bengals. I got Joey B being out the first couple weeks. Changed that for me. I also had the Ravens really close to them just because I think their whole – Schedule was pretty easy, so I just flipped them, taking Ravens one. Nice. So I also have been a huge fan of the Ravens. The more I've seen this offseason, in our initial um, 
predictions. I also picked the Bengals to finish just above them yeah. in the division. However, I have also flipped it, <laughs> and I'm taking the Ravens to go 13-4 and four and finish as the one seed in the AFC. I think this is the year Lamar is healthy. Todd oh. Munkin brings a new, fresh face to the offense. I picked Lamar to win the MVP. He's got all the weapons. Their defense is sick. Harbaugh is one of the best coaches in the league. Uh, one of the longest. Mark Andrews, team. one of the best tight ends in the league. Right? I These mean, all, right you put now, it all but... together. Uh, I'm taking the, the the Ravens to be the one seed. Yeah. So you got it two. Two, I got. So I have a tie at two. So two and three, I'll just ramble them off real quick. I'm taking the Jets at two. At 13 and four. And then three, I had the Chiefs with the same record. Okay. So I've got the Bills and Chiefs also tied. Tiebreaker in this, um, the way that I picked all the games, uh, went to the Bills. So the Bills were my two seed at 12 and five. The Chiefs were my three seed at also 12 and five. Yep, yep, I feel that. So four, I'm assuming we both got it. The Jags. The Jaguars. Yeah. I'm finishing 10 and seven. Okay, I have 11 and 6. I could see that too. Um, <laughs> so our division winners are the same, except you yeah. have the Jets, I have the Bills. That was the same this offseason. Neither uh-huh. one of us flipped on that. We're both sticking steady to it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, let's go to the five seed, the first wild card. Who do you have and why? Well, the Bengals. I mean, we, we talked about that. We flipped our, our decisions. I have them at 13 and 4. Oof, man, thirteen and four, and they get the five yeah. seed is brutal. Yeah, that's um, cool. I mean that was like the Cowboys last year, right? Yeah, <laughs> I've got I've got the Jets at eleven and six as the five seed. Oh dang! So you're thinking the Bengals are taking a massive, massive dump? Right? Uh, well, the AFC. I'll tell yeah, you my standings. Tough. I have twelve teams with winning records in the AFC. Uh huh. 12 teams that means there's gonna be five teams who don't make the playoffs that i had having winning records um yeah and just just to be fair if some of you are like oh the math doesn't work out on that i picked every the way i did this i picked every game Uh throughout the entire season you can go on playoffpredictors.com and just pick every nfl game and then see what you end up with that's how Uh i did this rather than being like oh this team or that team i just picked every single game as i saw it it was really like I looked at rest advantages. I looked at home and away. I looked at like obviously who are their tougher opponents and yeah, you know you're t- talking about health like at different points in the season. A lot of this stuff is unpredictable. Travel going, but longer. yes, the travel, all that stuff. So that's how I did it. So I I got the Jets at eleven and six, but I actually have all three wild card teams in the AFC as eleven and six. Okay, and so the Jets won the tiebreaker and got the five seed. Right, well, I will say you're six. a good man because I just went to our predictions earlier, took the record I had on there, and then for some people to make it work with the order I had them finishing, gave them a, a game or took a game away, whatever. I got gotcha. you. So, I'll be honest with that part. You know, the next one, I'm a homer. You could say it. Broncos, 10-7. <laughs> and seven. Now, if it makes you feel any better. I also have the Broncos finishing ten and seven, but they're my first team out. Yeah, they did not. Well, I make know. It. We, well, you could go with your next team. I think I could say that same line for that. I've got the Chargers yeah, at eleven and six. That's my first team out. Yeah, 
Okay. <laughs> um, they're similarly to what Lamar's going to get with Todd Munkin. I'm excited to see Herbert with their new OC, Kellen Moore. Um, I think both those guys get unleashed a little bit uh-huh. and we see better versions of them. So I'm expecting big things from, um, from Justin Herbert this year. I've got them also going 11 and six. They just barely lose the tiebreaker to the jets. Yeah. And while we're here, I also have the Bengals in as my seven seed. They're also mm-hmm. 11 and six, all three yeah. wild cards. So I rolled with the dolphins here. Oof. But now you could say this might sound bad. Cause like I said, I took my record. I gave them during our prediction. So that's nine and eight. I'm certainly, if if it's similar to what you're saying, where you have them all 11 and six, I'm assuming they're going to have to be probably 10 and seven at least, but that's, that's just the record, record I had on them. I didn't, I was a little pressed for time today. I, I I didn't know we were doing records. I was just putting them in order. So yeah, it was like as soon as I got home, I did that, and then we're here. So um, I'll just go through my next few teams out. Yeah, uh, I got the Broncos first team out at ten and seven. The Patriots ten and seven. Whoa! I got the the Steelers, Dolphins, and Browns all finishing nine and eight. Huh. And that's my. Those are twelve. That we're to twelve teams. And then I think the Colts are going to surprise some people. Uh-huh. I've got them finishing eight and nine. Okay. I think a better record than people thought. A much better. I only gave them credit for four wins in the offseason, I believe, or maybe five. Yeah, I know. And having seen what they've done in the offseason, watching camp, watching Anthony Richardson. Anthony uh-huh. Richardson's my dark horse, you know, <laughs> offensive player of the year, rookie offensive player of the year. Um, and Shane Steichen, I just think they're going to be better than I kind of gave them credit for. I think hopefully they get Jonathan Taylor back. And so yeah, eight, nine, they're not getting yeah. the playoffs, but better. Yeah. Make some noise. Definitely an improvement yeah. from last year. So I didn't do as many teams as you. I, so I got the chargers and the bills on the outside looking in after that. I think my next <sighs> one would probably be the Steelers. If I had to say the bills and the yeah. chargers out, it it's yeah. crazy. You look at the AFC and you're like, man, there's going to be at least three, if not four to five good football teams that are just out. Yeah. They're just not in. Yeah. This is one of those crazy. years where having the seven playoff teams is really, truly like worth it. Yeah, no, no doubt. It's going to be fun to watch, especially like you said, you got all these, all your, what is it? Top 12 or whatever, or top 12 no, in the five. AFC, yeah. nine and eight and better nine yeah. and eight or better. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's going to be close here for sure for everyone. But let's All kick right. it over to the NFC, bro. Who do you got out of the North? Fair enough. Um, or my I guess one we were seed, doing, we were doing, yeah. My bad. <laughs> my my one seed is the Eagles, but okay. I've got them at a worse record than most people probably guess. I got them going twelve and five. Yeah. So I had the same thing, literally first and the record. Yeah. I think there may be a couple more bumps this year, maybe some injuries. They were they played a long season last year. They may even start a little slower, but I well, still I think, think they're the that, best team in the NFC. That after I think it's their bye week, it gets tough. They got like the, yeah. the Niners, the Seahawks. They do have a tough stretch. The Giants, I think it's all playoff teams that they have right there. So yeah. that that alone being all those tough games and travel in between all that, it's going to be tough no matter what right there. So that's another And thing. uh I believe when we did this in the offseason I I said 12 and 5 and mm-hmm. and I stick into it. My 2 seed. I've got the Seattle Seahawks at 11 and 6. Yeah. I think they're they had a great draft. I have John Schneider up as my executive of the year. <laughs> There's a reason for it. 
Yeah, I true. think that, that they they crushed the draft. They've crushed the last couple drafts. They've got a lot of young talent. I think Chino's good enough. I don't think he's yeah. like a franchise guy, but I think he's good enough with everything they've got around him to get them to eleven and six and to win the NFC West this year. Yeah, so I have the Niners. I also twelve and five, like I said, plug and play for me on that. But Niners taking the West with, I guess while we're here, Seahawks same same record as you, but that's the out time first outside team. Got it. Um, my three seed, the Saints have a very easy schedule, and I've got them going ten and seven to win the NFC South. All right, so my my third team is going to be the Lions at ten and seven. Okay, and I have then, the Lions also at ten and seven. They just lose the tiebreaker with the Saints, yeah, and so they're the four it. seed for me. So I have the Saints at nine and eight, but I mean, like the same thing. I guess this time we 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 switched on the West. So mm-hmm. there you go, some different. I've got <laughs> my five seed first team in the playoffs. I have crazy enough. Three through eight in the NFC for me are all ten and seven. Okay. So the two division winners, all three wild cards, and then the first team out, all ten and seven. All right. So I've got the Cowboys as my first team. They win the tiebreaker to be the five seed. They're ten okay. and seven. Who do you have? So I had the Seahawks eleven and six, but then my next team will be the Cowboys, also eleven and six. Got it. My next team, by virtue again of tiebreakers. Is yeah. the Rams at ten and seven? Okay. Um, Stafford, Cup, McVeigh, Donald. Mm-hmm. Enough said. Young players <laughs> who they like. You're just naming four, the whole team that everyone knows, or <laughs> four blue chippers that are going to be healthy and motivated to show people that they're wrong. Yeah, that's well, it. Well, I mean, what do you with what a do you pretty think about our guy Stafford light not being schedule. able to, to, to connect with the young, young guys? Yeah, yeah dude, get out of here with all that. Come on. Well, I mean, what about Rodgers, bro? He's his best homie is two young dudes, the year twos. And, and our guy Stafford's having trouble. He's got to message him on Facebook. Stafford's just too honest. He'll be fine. <laughs> He's, he'll be fine, dude. All right. Who you got as your seven seed? Uh, I got, so I've had a change of heart here. I'm taking the Packers as this last team. I have them going nine and eight. Big drop off, like I said, though. I was just plugging and playing, so it yeah. probably has to be more like ten and seven, though, for sure. I've got the Niners here at ten and seven. The Packers are my first team out. Heartbreaker, also finishing ten and seven. Uh-huh. I think Jordan Love's real. I yeah, really well, like the Packers. From what you were telling me to seeing some film on him preseason practice, yeah, it, he's he does look really nice. And the fact, yeah. that, I mean. That they've been set on them ever since they knew Rodgers was gone should tell you something that they saw that we never got to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So then I'll run down the list of my other teams out. I've got the Vikings at eight and nine as yeah. the the second team out. I've got the Falcons at eight and nine. The Bears at seven and ten. The Giants at seven and ten. And then the Commanders six and eleven. Panthers five and twelve. I've got the Bucks and the Cardinals as the two worst records in the league. That didn't change much. <laughs> yeah. Two and fifteen, one and sixteen. Um, Who's the one? The Cardinals or the Bucks? Cardinals got one and sixteen. Yeah, Bucks are two and fifteen for me. So, um, for what it's worth, the other bottom tier teams. I had the Titans. I didn't mention them earlier. Five and twelve. Uh-huh. The Texans at three and fourteen, and the Raiders at two and fifteen. Yeah, that makes sense too. 
So yeah, my first couple teams here, I got the Vikings and the Rams just on the outside looking in. And if I had to throw in a third, I'd probably say maybe the Panthers low key. Mm-hmm. I think the Panthers offensive line is so bad that I kind of, I was high on them. And then I watched their offensive line in preseason. Uh-huh. I was like, uh, I don't think yeah. they're going to be able to protect Bryce Young. Yeah, I feel that. And, you know, so, that probably doesn't help the, the height difference if you're not having much time to read anything. So Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Um, So let's go through. So in the AFC, I've got the Ravens with a bye, mm-hmm. which would leave the Bills to play the Bengals in round yeah. one, a divisional round ma- rematch from last year. Yeah, oh, that's got, okay. Before we continue, I I did notice I have a lot of those two within all the games where mm-hmm. it's just every time it's just maybe they win the first game and then they play their division or the other way they they play the division and then they play someone else. Kind of wild. I've got then the Chiefs playing the Chargers mm-hmm. divisional matchup, mm-hmm. um, and then the Jaguars playing the Jets. Um, so in the wild card round, I've got the Jets beating the Jags. Um, yeah. I think the Jets are gonna gel late in the year. I think they're gonna struggle early, gel late, make a run. Uh-huh. Okay. Beat the Jags in round one in the wild card. I've got the Chiefs beating the Chargers. It just feels uh-huh. like the Chiefs beat the they they're always close, but <laughs> I feel like the Chiefs always find a way to win. And then I've got the um the Bills getting it done this year, being able to uh-huh. beat the Bengals. Okay. Um, where the Bengals beat them last year, I think the Bills get revenge this year, okay. and that's what I have in the AFC Wild Card. What do you have in the AFC Wild Card? So yeah, I got, like you said, the Ravens with the bye, and then my second team being the Jets playing the seven seed Dolphins. Jets taking that one. I got the Chiefs third seed Chiefs playing the six seed Broncos. The Chiefs win that one, and then I got the four seed Jags playing the Bengals. The Bengals win that one. Okay. So your AFC divisional matchups are? Uh, we got the Chiefs, Broncos, and then what, Jets, Dolphins? That, oh, you, no, my bad. I'm tripping. Divisional I round. Thought you, divisional I thought round. You literally meant to playing in their division. My bad. <laughs> I, I caught that as soon as I finished that sentence. Uh, so I got the Ravens playing the Bengals and then the Jets playing the Chiefs with the Bengals winning and the, the Chiefs winning. Wow, another Chiefs Bengals AFC Championship game. Yeah. So I went completely different. So I have uh-huh. the Ravens playing the uh or I've got Bills the Ravens playing the Bengals. Right? No. How did I do this? I'm I so sorry. Your Bengals were the last team in. No, they were, but they they got uh Oh, they lost. They lost to the oh, Bills. I that all together, my bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I've got the uh the um, the Jets, the Bills, and the Chiefs. That's what that's what I had. So the Ravens. Nah, I messed this up because I had a Ravens Jets AFC Championship game. I must have had the Bengals beating the Bills. So I've got Ravens okay, Bengals yeah. and uh, Jets Chiefs. Okay, that's right. That's what I had, and I have the that's Jets and the Ravens in the AFC Championship Dang. game. New, I've got Rodgers making here. a run. Okay. Yeah, I've got Rodgers making the run, going into Kansas City and beating Mahomes. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. So, yeah, I got the Chiefs-Bengals, like I said, in that AFC championship with the Bengals taking this one. 
Okay. So they get to the Super Bowl right there. Get in the, the AFC. In the AFC Championship, I've got the Jets and the Ravens. And I've got the Ravens beating the Jets. Dang, so I got Harbaugh the Jets getting to the that. AFC Championship game. But yeah, Harbaugh gets back to the Super Bowl with Lamar. Dang. Okay. So then on the NFC side, for the Eagles, obviously with the bye, two seed Niners playing the seven seed Packers. Uh, Niners take that one. Three seed Lions playing the six seed Vikings. I got the Vikings taking that one. Wait, I don't even have them written down. Oh, I changed it to the Cowboys. That's what happened. Yeah. So six seed Cowboys playing the three seed Lions. Cowboys take that one. Four seed Saints playing the five seed Seahawks. I got the Seahawks taking that one. So for me in the NFC, I've got the Eagles on the bye. I've got the two seeded Seahawks playing the seven seeded Niners. I've got the three seeded um, Saints playing the six seeded Rams, and then the four seeded Lions playing the five seeded Cowboys. I have the Cowboys beating the Lions. Okay. The Rams beating the Saints. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks being the only home team that beats the Niners. Gotcha. Right. Dang. Upset. So. That leaves in my divisional round. The Rams got to go on the road to Philly. Yeah. And the Cowboys go on the road to Seattle. And I've got Seattle and Philly oh, yeah. advancing to the NFC title game. What yeah. do you have in the divisional round? All right. So I got Eagles, Vikings with the Eagles taking that one. Or Cowboys. My bad. I wrote down Vikings and I changed it late. So Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles take that one. You know, division rivalry right there. And I got the Niners and the Seahawks with the Seahawks taking this one. Ooh. And that one's on the road for them. So so you have Seahawks Philly in the yeah. NFC Championship game too. Yeah. Wow. I mean, different route, but yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So we have completely different AFC Championship games, but we have the same NFC Championship. All right. Yeah. Who do you have coming out of the NFC Championship? Oh, I got the Eagles. I do as fly. well. I think the home field in that matchup matters more than anything else. Um, so I've got an all birds, Super Bowl, Eagles, Ravens, and you have Eagles, Bengals. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Drum roll. Who's your Super Bowl champion, Jody? Uh, if I had some sunglasses, I would throw them on, but I'm going with Joe. Getting a run late in the year rolls into the playoffs and they just take it all. Wow. So you think yeah. the Eagles are going to lose two heartbreakers in a row in the Super yes, Bowl? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Eagles fans that's, don't like you right the, now. That's the Philly thing to do, bro. End up second, whether it's this sport or another one. You know what I mean? Philly thing to do, end up second. Wow. Dude, I can't wait for Philly fans to hate on you after listening to hey, this. Hey, if Robert Salah said it last week, you ain't got haters, bro. It is what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to go the other direction. Philly fans, you'll love me because I'm picking them to win the Super Bowl, dude. Philly gets it done this year. It's not quite Lamar's year. He gets all the way to the Super Bowl, but it hurts his year. Jalen Hurts Mm -hmm. takes it in the Super Bowl. Philly gets revenge this year. They get their Super Bowl back. They got their swagger back. Oh, oh. All right. So I got – and maybe Chris Long makes an appearance again at the parade and can wear the – Big fur coat there you with go. the AI jersey. <laughs> um, so I got Philly taking it over Baltimore in the in the Super Bowl. That's fun. I like it. I like yeah. that we have a lot of different. We got a lot of same. Yeah, and uh, 
Same, same, but different. And uh, I'm just excited for this NFL season to kick oh, off, yeah. man. It's been um, a long time coming. No doubt. While we're here and we're making predictions, mm-hmm. we have another sport kicking off right now, or another. <laughs> it's the same sport, amateur level, brother, in a way. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. College football, <laughs> baby. And I love college football just as much as I love the NFL. I know yeah. we haven't had a chance to talk about it as much. So much happening in college football realignment, Ooh, all this yeah. good stuff. The new expanded playoff after this year. Oh, college yeah. football this time next year is going to look completely different. Yeah. This is the Teams last year. Being, and things like USC, UCLA, gone to playing. Texas, Oklahoma. Yeah. All of it. And um, 12 team playoff, all of that. So this yeah. is the last year of college football as we know it. And so I say we throw in our prediction for that final four. Uh-huh. Who you got in your college football playoff this year, Jody? So I I don't tend to watch college football too much. It's 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 kind of like a – obviously it's an all-day thing, whether it's because of the rules, right? You get the first down break, like the, the play clock stops, you know, and you get – uh. You get long games, bro. They're like three hours. They bleed into other games, and then based on location determines what you're watching, really, you know? Like, you're not going to probably watch any Pac-12 games because that's – well, maybe you can now. But when you were in Georgia, you know, that was really late for you to watch. So I'm going to just go – I'm going to say it's very similar to what we saw last year, except I'm kicking TCU out, putting in USC. So I got Georgia, USC, Michigan, and Ohio State. With my Ooh. final four. Um, similar final four for me. I've got Georgia finishing as the one seed once again. Mm-hmm. Michigan as the two seed once again. This time around, I'm going to go Clemson as the three seed. Ooh. I really love Cade Klubnick with the pairing of Garrett Riley as his OC. Dabo's uh-huh. always been in his best when he's got a sick OC, and he's got one again and a quarterback yeah. that I think is good um, with the right weapons around him. And then USC is my fourth team in. Um, I think it's just so fitting that the Pac-12 is in its last year of existence. <laughs> and all we've ever talked about for years was the Pac-12 making the playoff. And could they do it yeah. in XYZ? Nope. This year, they're <laughs> they finally going to do themselves it. In the foot Their anyway. last year in existence. I, <laughs> I believe in USC. I'm going to call the shot now. It's yeah. going to happen on their way out the door. It'll be hilarious. Caleb Williams, Lincoln Riley, yeah. the whole shebang. Yeah. The Pac-12 will get its last hurrah. They won't win a playoff game. They'll go get smoked by Georgia. <laughs> It'll be like be when that. Lincoln was at Oklahoma, and they'll make uh-huh. the playoff, but they'll get smoked in the playoff. But yeah, I think USC gets in. They lose to Georgia. I've got Michigan finally winning a playoff game, uh-huh. beating Clemson. But Georgia, Georgia's just the dominant force yeah. in the sport right now. Yeah. Georgia wins it all again, three-peat. I don't know if anyone can beat them. The new Bama right now, honestly, and their offense is always just crazy. I mean, we've seen Stetson Bennett last year. They know what I really know them for is really having a run game, right? I'm pretty sure that's where Chubb was from. So it's just crazy. They could well, do it all. It's funny we're talking about the SEC and domination and having, you know, a uh, a dynasty, if you will. Yeah. And I've got a great banger of the week for you, Joe. Oh, let's hear it. It's my turn, and it has to do with the SEC. It has to Uh do with dynasties. Oh, you were watching the Florida? Netflix's Swamp Kings. All right. Four-part docuseries on the Urban Meyer Florida Gators from about 05 to 2010-ish. 
Um, did five years? I thought it would just be like the Tebow time, honestly. Well, I mean, most of that is the Tebow time. It's uh-huh. it's m- most of the docket that's covered where they focus. It's all the Tebow era. Okay. So they talk about the first year Urban's there before Tebow gets on campus, uh-huh. and then kind of like that last year. But that I mean, really, Tebow's there from '06 to to '10 essentially because yeah. he stayed four years. Okay, so, gotcha. um, Percy, there's Harvin, a couple things. Aaron Hernandez. They. If you're looking for them to tell you all the insight on Aaron Hernandez and Cam Newton and the Pouncey brothers and all the other dudes that were there that got in trouble, uh-huh. this isn't a documentary for you. They're not going to okay. do that. They give you 15 minutes of that at most. Now, what they do give you is a little background on Urban in terms of his first year in the program. He had a freshman mm-hmm. corner who hit his girlfriend mm-hmm. and they had a no hitting policy on their team in terms of no hitting women, I should say. Yeah. So he kicked him off the team. Dang. A year later, that kid OD'd and oh. urban never forgave himself and felt yeah. like kicking that kid off the team didn't help. Yeah. So that's why that's crazy. in his words, that's why every other kid that was there, including Aaron Hernandez and including all those dudes, Got all those chances with him. Now, I don't, you know. Yeah, that's tough because you got to have some. They talked about the University of Florida basically could buy the cops off. Yeah. When dudes dudes on their team got in trouble, UF could make it disappear, basically. (laughs) And so I don't. Yeah, I don't know (laughs) that. any of those guys learned anything, you know, they never learned their lesson. And I understand yeah. urban wanting to protect players from themselves and not yeah. wanting to kick them out of the program. That's all. I get that, but there was real limited accountability during those years. And I just don't uh-huh. buy that. You had all these guys getting in trouble and that somehow you couldn't have done more. Before. Then as a coach, I think that's a, it's just, it's important that those guys learn those lessons and otherwise they don't, Become yeah, the best no versions of themselves over the next couple of years. They get to the league and it gets worse. And yeah, yeah. And um, evolving door. So, if you're looking for that stuff, it's not really there. It, it's mm-hmm. there a little bit, but not as much as you would expect over the course of four parts. I, a lot of thoughts on Tebow. Tebow is. It's like sometimes you see someone and you're like, it's so raw that i wonder like he's either one of the best teammates you could have ever had or he's Uh like the best at being a fake guy that i've ever seen you know what i'm saying like it's one of the two because like just if you watch it even his interviews now Uh the way he talks and the way he speaks and how he says things both in his tone of voice and his choice of words and everything it's all like so sincere and like I said, but it almost feels like too good to be true uh-huh. is, is how it comes off. And so that's why I say he's either like the best teammate anyone's ever had uh-huh. or he's really good at faking it. And I just can't tell. I, I don't know. I just yeah. it's like it's, it's impressive. But um, the last takeaway I had from it. Urban won the second national title at Florida and said uh-huh. he didn't even celebrate with the team. He was in his office texting recruits in the next class. Dang. 
That's tough. And he even admitted it himself. Like the guy was miserable the whole time. Always worried about the next game. Always worried yeah. about if they would lose or win. And like if he's doing enough. And like he, he said he was like addicted to Ambien just to sleep. Like he was getting four uh-huh. hours of sleep. And in order to do that, he was taking two pills and, you know, a beer on top of it to knock him out so he could get yeah. four hours. Because he was just always in panic mode. He never enjoyed a single second of it from what Damn, that sounds it sounded like. Yeah, I mean, he legitimately, this guy was so enthralled with trying to win that huh. it made him a miserable jerk. Yeah. I mean, based on his own descriptions of himself. And it was a good reminder for me. I, I mean, I love to win. I'm as competitive as they come. Yeah. Um, And sometimes that can be hard when you're coaching high school kids because not every high school kid that you're going to coach in a football team is that way, is built that way. And it can be difficult because you have to remind yourself that that's who you're dealing with. And it's not, it's not about you. It's about them. Yeah. And so I was one of the things I took away from it was just reminding myself to enjoy the journey. Enjoy every day you get. Uh Cause I do, I love my job. You know what I mean? And, um, but sometimes you can get blinded by like, am I, are we doing enough? Are we preparing well enough? Are we going to win this yeah. game? Oh, what was the result of the game? It didn't go the way I wanted. I'm upset. You know, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it can take away from the joy you get of doing the job itself. And before you yeah. know it, no, I get you're that. sitting there miserable, even though you're working what you thought was your dream job, uh-huh. you know? And, and that's yeah. just like what I got from urban. Um, who I've never been the biggest fan of, but <laughs> you know, like like watching him, he was. A, I will give him credit for being extremely honest. Uh-huh. And I thought I there was a lot of good takeaways for me in terms of how good I view myself, my career. Yeah, and yeah. just remi- good reminders of like stop and remind yourself what you get to do. Yeah, and why you're doing it. You know. Yeah, no, it makes. And sense. I think that's not just applicable to. Football coaches, that's literally everyone, everyone. in the world. Yeah. Everyone in the world in terms of what you're doing. We can be so goal-oriented and focused and driven on the end results. And then uh-huh. you get it. And he said when he won the first one that he, he thought he would never second. have to worry again. Oh. And then he yeah, goes, was boy, crazy. was I wrong. Yeah. Ah, exact opposite. It got worse. Because then it's like you're trying to defend it and you're expected to win. Yeah. It's different when that that's happens. Weird. So. Okay. Well, you said that real quick. That's the tough part about college. Because, like, if you're that good, you're probably at least five dudes on your team are leaving that were starters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is crazy to think about. The turnover is crazy. And you, you probably don't get dudes for all four years, like you mentioned with Tebow, how he stayed that last one, which is also tough. Which is, it's crazy because they won it in 06. They won it again in 08. And in 09, they were undefeated. Alabama was undefeated because, remember, that's, like, early Saban era. Huh. And they met in the SEC championship, both 12-0, and 0, and Florida lost yeah. to Alabama. They beat them the year before in the SEC championship and won the Natty. Then that year, they lost to them. All those guys talk about on that team, all they think about, even Tebow uh-huh. said it, walks in the stadium. He goes, I love this place. I have so many great memories. But every time I look up there, and he pointed up to the national champions, 96, yeah. 06, 08, he says, all I can think about is how there should be another one right there, 2009. Yeah. And that's like all of them. They it's like yes, they won the two, but what they think about is how they didn't win the third. 
Yeah. And I, I honestly, that's, it's hard, but I, yeah. as a competitor, I know I would probably be the same way. So I'm not uh-huh. criticizing them for feeling that way. It's just, man, that sucks. <laughs> where, where would that game play? Was it in? That was in the, um, in Atlanta. Okay. I was going to say, where they... if that, if that happened to be there at home too, like that would just, no, take a whole no, night. that oh. was a, it's where a they always game? do that. Yeah. Well, yeah. they oh, always the, do the it's... SEC championship in the, in in atlanta um what's now the mercedes-benz dome gotcha gotcha so but um great episode we're excited Uh for football you guys will hear us again after week one so we're going to take a little time watch some football we'll get to see (laughs) the first week of action and we'll do all of our routine stuff we'll give players of the week all of our awards um we'll break down some film some stuff that we saw, educate you a little bit on some football and review oh, week cool. one, preview week two. And uh, so the next time you'll hear us, football will have happened. Yeah, that's crazy. That oh. So, oh, I'm so glad it's back. And I forgot to give you my update, Jody. Oh, yeah. With uh, our team. Head. Yeah. We won 76 to six. Um, The team we played was. Absolutely terrible. I felt bad yeah, for them. Like they were not good. We weren't trying to score, and we were still scoring. So um, it's like you put me at running back at this point. I, I was a little, man. took a little shot to the ego that we gave up the six and we didn't get the shutout. Yeah, we gave it up on kickoff. We gave no, up a kickoff return for a teams. Yes. Damn. So bad. It was. It was weak too. We didn't need to do it. It was uh-huh. not them. It was us. So. Uh-huh. Kids got to hear about that one on Monday. <laughs> but like, um, coach, we just smoked them. Like, yeah, yeah well, I know. They're thinking, teams. Coach, we won by 70. And I'm thinking, yeah. we should have won by 76. We should have yeah. shut out. <laughs> um, but um, we got it. We got a tougher game on Friday. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm excited for it. So the next time we talk, we'll have played our next two games this mm-hmm. Friday and next Friday. And uh, I'll obviously give you the update on that. Um, but until then, we got our guy. Ray Ray. Take us out, Ray Ray. Sir. This sounds special, Tony. I ain't about to go in front of Pony. I'ma show you just how bad I want it. Hear the passion, I promise I know this is my moment. I've been working, I've been putting music online. I've been patient, but I'm sitting on a coal mine. Coal mine, I had it since I'd have known time. Gotta rewind to understand my punchlines. In the past, I was overlooked, usually. Been the underdog player, this ain't nothing new to me. I can see the competition worry, so they stop and listen. I promise ain't no politicking with the opposition. This is something different, I'm something you've never seen. Writing lines and touching minds with every stream. Six feet, very beats to say hollow when I follow. I promise I'll be the hardest like to follow. Ah! Make way for the chosen one. Listen to the passion, man, he on the sun. One's up in the air if you know something. Better tell him, make way for the chosen one. Make way for the chosen one. Listen to the passion, man, he on the sun. One's up in the air if you know something. Better tell him, make way for the chosen one.
Back home and the vision got them all tripping. I see the change, let me break it down, sit and listen. See where I'm from, they don't make it to the finish line. They have a dream, but they give up on it every time. So when they see me, they don't treat me like they used to. Probably because they witnessing something that they ain't used to. I am not the usual, I am an anomaly. I'm just trying to multiply my paper like Monopoly. Code us out probably, will he make it possibly? Honestly, I'm tripping, man, name somebody that's stopping me. This already written, I'm just living on my prophecy. Regardless of what happened here tonight, I'll still be popping, B. <laughs> man, I did this on my own, too. Put myself in this position on my own, too. You know who you are, I don't need to expose you. I'm looking at everybody who got it like I told you. Woo. Make way for the chosen one. Listen to the passion, man, he on the sun. One's up in the air if you notice him. Better tell him, make way for the chosen one. Make way for the chosen one. Listen to the passion, man, he on the sun. One's up in the air if you notice him. Better tell him, make way for the chosen one.